In this episode of Josh Reed's Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read Empties by Charles Bukowski from his collection of poems, Sifting Through the Madness for the Word, the Line, the Way. Empties. We emptied wine bottles as if they were thimbles, and our 4am arguments had caused us to be evicted from apartments all over the city. But our biggest problem was the disposal of all the empties. We were afraid the landlord would be tipped off by his trash cans, that he'd realised there were two serious drunks among his tenants. So we snuck some of the empties into neighbourhood trash cans. But we still had many leftovers, which we hid in our room for weeks on end, in cartons and bags, until we were overwhelmed by the accumulation. Finally, upon a given night, after drinking for a few hours, we'd sneak the bags and boxes down the back stairway and into our old car, luckily a sedan, and we'd get in the floor in back, stacked high with bag and box upon bag and box, and the back seat also jammed with boxes and sacks of empties, rising up against the windows so that visibility was almost impossible. While in front, at our feet, sat the last of the boxes and bags of empties where they shifted and slid, getting in the way as they worked the clutch, the brake, the gear shift, while, of course, between us, we also carefully preserved a couple of fools at the ready. Such a clinking and clanking of empties as we drove into the moonlight, driving slowly up, the bo- up into Baldwin Hills, we were terrified that the police might stop us and insist that we spend at least a couple of days in jail. Our journey took us over unpaved roads in that old car we knew we might quit at any moment. Afraid to be noticed, I'd cut the headlights and drive in the moonlight, the forest of silent oil wells indifferent to us, and at last we'd get to where the road was both rocky and muddy, and I'd say, this is it. Then, as the very searchlight of God was focused on me, I'd leap out and begin throwing sacks and boxes of empties into the throbbing dark over the nearest cliff hearing them tumble and crash, along with the sound of breaking glass. I'd grab faster and faster, sweating, dizzy and sick as I'd hurl the empties into the empty night, until the car was cleaned out. Then she would look at me and say, Jesus Christ, did we drink all that? And I'd smile, get in, start the car, and it felt so good to be rid of all those empties, all that baggage, and I'd disengage the gears to save on fuel, and we'd glide down out of the hills, unnoticed by everything and everyone. She'd hand me a fresh hit, and I'd pass it back, and she'd say, geez, don't you feel better? And I'd answer, yeah, how much we got left? She'd hold up the bottle, enough to get us home. It was a hollow temporary victory that only someone like us could appreciate. We got another bottle at the apartment? I asked. Maybe two, maybe three, she'd reply, and we'd head back to our place, a place we now hoped would remain ours for a while. We'd done what we could to preserve our status as decent, sober citizens, and although we knew that time was always running out on us, in every way, we tried our best to preserve that illusion, because we knew No one else would ever understand the way we really were. Nor did we expect them to. Thank you for listening. And on to the commentary for Empties by Charles Bukowski. 
the thing about recording this on your phone is when you get notifications from other apps and stuff, he has picked up on the podcast. Um, and due mostly to the fact that I kind of enjoy just reading it in one go and uploading it, you're, you may have noticed a ding towards the beginning. That's just, I guess, how it happens. Uh, there is actually something almost vaguely poetic about this poem by Bukowski. Um, I don't know if it's just the alliteration, it's this word choice. There's something going on in this which, you know, you could almost accuse Bukowski of writing a poem after reading this. Um, I don't want to get carried away or anything. This is, after all, Bukowski, and he didn't really care. Um, But Empties is a good story. It's a good little scene, a good moment. And I don't mean good in that, you know, a poem about two serious drunks driving off to get rid of the empties to hide their drinking habit. Like, that's not good. The, the, the content of the poem is kind of questionable. But then, if the stories are to, believe, are to be believed, then most of Bukowski's life was questionable. The thing about reading an author is you don't have to like the author as a person. They're usually dead. And so, you're, you're, all you have left is what's in front of you on the page. And with this particular collection of poetry, uh, sifting through the madness for the word to line the way, there are a lot of good short stories in here. And some of them, like Empties, have a vaguely, what I would call audible poetic quality to them, where you can almost hear the poetry in it. Um, and Bukowski really is, I think, the only exception to the rule so far, where I tend to not read something unless it sounds like poetry. And, and this one was just had enough in it to kind of sneak in under the door and um, get read. But what I do really like about most of Bukowski's stuff, whether it's his novels or poetry is he just tells the story in such a simple it, it seems simple but a lot of writers a lot of storytellers a lot of poets would have felt the need to embellish this and add lots of similes and metaphors and to try and do too much or they would go the other way and try not to do enough they would just try and be minimalist and call it art Whereas Bukowski just kind of comes across as simply telling you what happened. But he's telling you what happened with the right language and phrasing to distinguish it from a piece of prose. Which, at the end of the day, all you can really hope is that long-form poets, poets who write, you know, I guess even free verse, still make an effort to distinguish their writing from just broken line prose. And I think Bukowski does it in this one, and I really enjoyed the way he did it. I enjoyed the repetition that he uses occasionally, um, like bags and boxes, that image of bags and boxes of empties rocks up throughout the poem. And then the idea at the end where he says, this isn't much of a victory, you know? He says, it was a hollow, temporary victory that only someone like us could appreciate. But I don't know how true that is. I, I kind of got to see in this poem and I appreciated the whole scene enough to read it a couple of times. 
remembered that it was a thing that Bukowski wrote, and then took the effort to read it on a podcast. And I'm trying not to tell you what the poem means, or how you should feel after reading the poem, or anything like that. It's just a very simple scene of two drunks um, hiding their drunkenness by throwing bags and boxes of empties over a cliff so their landlord doesn't realise how serious alcoholics they are. Which I feel sums up Bukowski and his writing quite succinctly. So uh, thank you very much for listening. As ever, I appreciate uh, you taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you have any comments or any feedbacks, um, I'd love to hear it on Twitter or Instagram. My handle is just my name, just Josh Geiler. And you can put the at symbol in front of that. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it.